Did you know that BDSM and kink are healthy outlets for aggression, imagination, and attention? Hi, welcome to The Partition, home of kinky wellness. My name is Dana Shergel, and I am a sexual wellness instructor that dives deep into all things kinky. I'm here to show why kinky sexual wellness deserves a rightful spot within the wellness conversation. So let's talk about it. Hey, welcome back. Today's episode will extend on the podcast Kat and I did on Monday, where we talk deeper about our kinks. After some self-reflection and talks with Katrina, there's some things I want to clarify. As Kat previously mentioned in her example, many people oversimplify kinks, especially kinks with any form of caregiving, to stem from physical or sexual trauma as a child. While I'm not saying this isn't the case for some people, this is not my story, and I feel like I need to state that I wasn't sexually or physically assaulted as a child. My story involves two parents who just didn't want their roles. It was like it was a race for who could leave their parental role the fastest, which left some severe emotional and mental scars that I didn't even know I had. My parents didn't show me what love, care, comfort, encouragement, discipline, accountability, security, and so many attributes it takes to have a healthy and happy life. Anytime I was in the presence of my mother, she couldn't help herself but make me feel worthless, less than, and incredibly small. As if we were in some form of competition I wasn't allowed to exit from. And with my dad, well, he simply left me with a crippling fear of abandonment that I still work on today. But even still, we need to keep in mind that even if a divorce was good and easy, a divorce still leaves a deep parent wound. Even if the intentions are good. Parental wounds are a very serious and genuine topic we need to address. Physician Gabor Mate says that the wounds left from our parents are wired into our nervous system, and this affects our physical and mental health, and even our immune system. In my case, my parents' divorce was ugly, but I was barely two, so I don't remember it. (laughs) But my mom's other two, three divorces, I definitely remember. Arguably, my mom's toughest divorce was my mom's second marriage because that man was, quote-unquote, my dad from the ages of two to eight. So most of my early memories of a father actually come from him. Regardless, Every time a parental role entered and exited my life, there was no conversation about the decisions, no heads up, no warning. There was never a chance to understand what was happening. So my childhood confusion manifested into cold, hard anger as I grew older, leading me down a pretty self-destructive path of how I thought about myself and how people should be treated. Emotional trauma on a child is just as bad, if not worse, than physical trauma, only because sometimes we can't actually see the damage that's there. And in my opinion, time does not, in fact, heal all wounds. And instead, unhealed wounds just sit there, getting more and more infected as we try to ignore or bury the injury. And eventually, the children from troubled homes have to grow up. And those parental wounds that happened in our childhood begin to take hold and affect our behaviors, patterns, and thoughts the type of people we attract, and how we allow others to treat us as adults. The truth is, until kink, I didn't actually know the depth of how deep those parental scars actually ran. As many of you know, I was in talk therapy for six years, which helped me end my mind in ways that I will always be grateful for. I was so lucky to have one of the best therapists ever, and I seriously love her so much because I could finally put my thoughts in order. But expressing my pains and wants through kinky wellness allowed my body to release emotions and memories embedded in it, not just my mind. 
Talking about my problems was one thing, but letting my body resolve traumas it's gone through? Well, yeah, that was an entirely different experience that changed my view on how someone could heal themselves. Although kinky wellness may be an unconventional form of healing, it is still healing. I, I'm proof of that. I think I'm proof of that. Through kinky wellness, I found balance among my energies, found balance between being hard and soft. I found my voice. And I found my outlet for aggression, imagination, and attention. But most importantly, I found myself again. I could peel back each layer of the good, bad, and ugly things that have happened to me, allow my body to relax in ways I hadn't been able to do before, and just finally be able to move on. At the beginning of my kink journey, I would say that I was just exploring. I didn't know that sex could heal. But the deeper I went into my authentic sexual journey, I found that I was subconsciously searching for a million things. I wanted to feel belonging. I wanted to feel safety, security, encouragement, affection, praise, human touch, the real sensation of being held softly and lovingly. Before my power dynamic relationships, I was searching for all these things in all the wrong places. It was after my power dynamic relationships where I could outright ask for these things when I really started to see the difference in how to obtain these feelings, wants, and needs in a healthy and unhealthy way. I could be so direct. Hey, I need encouragement today. Hey, I need to let off some steam today. Hey, I need to feel safe and protected today. Hey, I need to be fucked like this is the last day on earth today. You know, who cares? I could ask for anything. And from there, I started to tap into the other parts of myself that hadn't been healed yet and that were kind of stuck in limbo and cathartically let those memories, feelings, and emotions free. And boom, it was like almost instantaneously changes began to happen within me. The emotional wounds that got left behind by my parents were starting to get attention that I so desperately needed. And guess what? I loved it. I loved that I could feel the sensations of belonging, safety, security, encouragement, affection, praise, human touch, and of being held softly and lovingly. I love that what were once empty cups were starting to get overfilled, and that overfilled spillage spilled into other avenues of my life. I could hold on to those powerful and fulfilling feelings long after my play session was over. I didn't need to chase the feelings I wanted down paths that I didn't belong. I learned valuable lessons of vulnerability and the power of ethical give and take. Nothing about asking for what I wanted within my power dynamic relationship ever made me feel dirty. Ever, ever, ever. If anything, I felt absolutely free. I think when people who are on the outside of kink think of any kink with caregiver roles or hear the words daddy or mommy kinks, they automatically picture this small child with an adult, but I want to make myself perfectly clear. People who participate in ethical BDSM and kink including daddy and mommy, little age player, any form of caregiving kink, they are still consenting adults. You need to remember that kink is a mindset. Sometimes you don't need any toys, tools, or accessories or anything for a kinky experience to happen. You just need your imagination. And what's my experience with kink and kinky wellness has taught me, the kink you want most often shows you the things, feelings, and wants you are missing or lacking in. I use kink to heal wounds that I have been carrying for decades. And without kinky wellness, there's a very high chance I would still be carrying those wounds with me and acting like my former self. But this is just my story. Not everyone's going to agree that getting kinky with your trauma is good for you. But I can honestly say that being open about my pain my childhood caused and allowing myself an opportunity to receive those missing feelings 
has helped me to become the woman I am today. And I would not change that for the world. I no longer walk around with empty holes in my chest. I don't carry burdens and weights that don't belong to me anymore. I ended nightmares and rewrote story endings for myself, all while having a blast. Not to mention, I also feel good helping another person as well. Because ding, 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 you guessed it. In order for me to receive this type of kinky sexual healing, there needed to be another person. It's a two-way street. So it's clear that there are others that are interested in helping people through kinky wellness for their own reasons. So why aren't we talking about kinky wellness more as an option to heal? Sex has been with us since the beginning. Kinky wellness is something everyone should take seriously. It can also be really helpful for couples to learn more about themselves as well as each other. But again, go slow. Using sex for healing can also be very triggering depending on what you're working through. I'm not saying that using BDSM and kink and overall kinky wellness will be an easy journey. Healing in all its forms, even when you're using sex, will be painful in parts. However, using BDSM and kink and sex allowed me to control how my pain can be expressed with the added bonus of an orgasm and the aftercare I want. It's kind of like a reward for processing my pain my way. And you can do that too. But again, healing in all its forms is a very passionate journey and it's not for the faint of heart. If you're thinking of using kinky wellness as your outlet for healing, just make sure you know your basics. You can find my e-learning course at www.thepartition.life. But really that's all I have for today for unconventional healing is still healing and a little bit more on things I wanted to clarify from Monday's episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening to this week's episode and allowing me to share this with you. Sending you lots of love. See you next week. And as always, stay kinky.